free belts are offered in the No More Sagging Pants campaign. Prehistoric Viking weapons are revealed as the glaciers melt. And the mullet's resurgence divides Australia. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I have three weird stories, also known as segments, from all around the world for you today. I'm glad you joined me. They're offering high school students free belts for those that have saggy pants. North Charleston, South Carolina, a program promoting self-respect and the importance of making a good impression by simply wearing a belt, is really taking off at this one South Carolina high school. The No More Sagging campaign encourages teens to dress appropriately by pulling up their pants and using a belt that's offered to them for free. I totally support this campaign. Whatever gets the kids pulling up their pants, man. I mean, you can't expect the parents to do it, so you need these these outside incentives, like a free belt. Yeah. But whatever allows me to go throughout my day without seeing the underwear of high school boys, uh, I support that, because I don't want to see the underwear of high school boys. I've seen enough of that, because this sagging pants thing has been going on for a couple decades now at least. I'm kind of curious, is this just an American phenomenon? Do you guys have the saggy pants movement in your country? I'd be curious to know. You can reach out to me, funnyjones at gmail.com. Maybe your kids are going out in, uh, into public with sagging pants as well. How does that make you feel as a parent? How do you get them to stop? It's not easy being a parent. Uh, I'm not sure a free belt is even going to do it. It seems to be like a stylish thing. Let's keep reading. Let's learn a little bit about this. We have two guys that began this campaign, Thomas and Charles. Um, They came up with the belt giveaway for this one school, North Charleston High School in North Charleston, South Carolina, where this fellow Thomas serves as a mentor. He told the media that the goal of the program is to teach young men about manhood and, quote, carrying themselves with respect. He shared with the local media outlet that students returning to school purchased new clothes and shoes, but they didn't have a belt to wear with them. Oh, it's so cute how he just seems to think they forgot their belt. They f- they bought new clothes and shoes, but they forgot to buy a belt. Nah, bro, they're doing this on purpose. Good luck with trying to change their minds, but let's see if it's working. says they've given away more than 30 belts within the first few days of school. Here's another quote from this guy. If you want respect, you must first respect yourself. With your pants sagging, it shows a negative attitude towards you. So we want to teach the children that if you want to be respected... And if you want respect, then you have to give it. You have to give respect to get respect. Now, this sagging pants trend has caught the attention of a South Carolina town in addition to this one. And this town took a more drastic approach to discourage people from wearing their pants hanging low. Timminsville, South Carolina, a few years ago, passed an ordinance that would fine people for wearing saggy pants. The mayor... Uh, said at the time that the ordinance was about integrity and respecting yourself. Under the ordinance, a first violation would be a verbal warning from authorities, the second, a written warning for the person and their name listed in a law enforcement registry. If a third violation happened with your sagging pants, the individuals issued a saggy pants citation from $100 to $600 uh, left to the judge's discretion. Now, this is a very fascinating story about local government and schools trying to alter 
a cultural behavior that should really start at home, in my opinion. Uh, this comes down to the parents. But, I, you know, I'm not a parent, so I don't know how difficult it is to talk your child into pulling his pants up um, or her pants up or whatever they identify as with the pants. Um, you guys are parents. Why don't you call the show and enlighten me on this? 646-450-2012. Ancient Viking weapons are revealed as the glaciers melt in Norway. Archaeologists discovered Viking-era weapons in Norway as the summer's heat wave melt the glaciers all across Europe. A research team from the Secrets of the Ice Glacier Archaeology Program set out with their eyes on a new ice patch in the Jotunheimen Mountains in Inlandet County, Norway. The program was posted on their Facebook page. The spot is 240 miles northwest of Oslo, and it was once a reindeer hunting site. Their expedition to survey the former hunting site exposed by melting ice led to some multiple interesting discoveries. Wedged partly underneath a pile of loose stones on the edge of the ice, researchers found a 1,500-year-old arrow. Shortly after, they found another arrow that was lost during the early Viking Age with an iron arrowhead and complete shaft. The arrow's shaft had a wooden notch carved at the end for hunters to balance the arrow on a bow. Very sophisticated. As the search continued, they discovered something even rarer. A three-bladed arrow. Three blades! Wow. Here's a quote from the Team Viking. Well, we have never found an arrowhead quite like this before. You know what's interesting? The last person who touched it was a Viking. <laughs> we love that. This type of arrowhead is known, but it's very rare. Very rare. We love this stuff. We're finding all sorts of artifacts. The ice works like a giant deep freezer and can preserve these artifacts in pristine conditions like they were just lost yesterday. Once they melt out, though, the clock starts ticking very fast. We need to search for and rescue these Viking artifacts before it is too late. Further south in the Alps, these melting glaciers are revealing other things, such as exposed human remains, possibly from lost hikers. Haven't found a Viking body yet. They also found the remnants of a 1968 plane crash. Across Europe, the months of below-average rainfall and above-average temperatures have caused a heat wave and a drought, leaving about two-thirds of the continent under drought warning. Pieces of long-lost history, such as the Elbe River's hunger stones or the Lima River's Roman ruins, have surfaced in parched waterways. Unfortunately, the region's drought is far from over, with experts predicting that drought conditions will continue and likely worsen in some regions. But it will reveal very exciting finds for these archaeologists, especially the Viking team. I'd imagine they're going to discover some pretty cool swords and shields, war hammers maces, morning stars, a lot of these weapons that Vikings used. I don't know if they used those weapons. I just know those weapons from Dungeons and Dragons, so I'm just attributing them to Viking usage. But I don't know much about it. I think it's very exciting, though, to discover these old school weapons. You could probably sell them on eBay, too, for lots of money, man. We should get up there and go scouring as the ice melts and then put it all on eBay, and we split the, we split the proceeds, guys. Who's with me? Operation Viking Weapons Sell-Off begins. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The mullet's resurgence divides Australia. Consider the mullet, guys. You know the hairstyle. It has a good claim to being Australia's national hairstyle, which I was unaware. I thought it came from Canada because I noticed a lot of hockey players had the mullet. But apparently it comes from Australia. Comes in various shapes and sizes. The mullet can be extreme, shaved bare on top even. Or it can be spiked up like a mohawk. It is sometimes grubby and dreadlocked. And then there is the ranga mullet, meaning redheaded mullet. Which is, this is an abbreviation of orangutan, which is always a crowd pleaser, it says here. I never heard of the orangutan mullet. I'd like to see one. Sounds outrageous. Since 2018, fans have convened every year for Mullet Fest. Have you guys heard of Mullet Fest? I posted about that in the Patreon. Uh, it's a competition to find the most outrageous examples of mullets. We got a guy named Timmy who has been victorious in past Mullet Fests. He says that a lot of people wear this mullet hairstyle and have a dirtbag lifestyle just like him. But Australia is also full of sophisticated and hardworking, honest-living mullet wearers as well, he says. This hairstyle is a hallmark of small towns down under. To some fans, it is actually seen as a badge of country culture. We got a guy named Mark from West Australia who claims he's a pro-mullet wearer. He says the mullet is a unique Australian invention and one that should be sold to the entire world. I think it is, though, Mark. I mean, we're seeing it everywhere these days. It's become very popular in the U.S. as well, currently. It was popular in the 80s. It's making a comeback. The article says recently the style has staged a wider resurgence, invading hipster hangouts in urban centers and re-entering the mainstream through the medium of sports as well. And the mullet is overrun in places like the Australian Rugby League and Australian Rules Football as well. We have someone in the story named Laura. She is Mullet Fest's founder. She says, the mullet was seen as so bogan, B-O-G-A-N, bogan. I'm not sure what that means. But as it has reached a point of acceptance. Oh, I think we can use context clues to define that previous word. She says, this has got everything to do with our Aussie larrikin sense of humor. Okay, what's larrikin? L-A-R-R-I-K-I-N, sense of humor? Well, I'm going to get a lot of emails about this article, Australians that listen to the show. Dude, don't you know what larrikin means? No, I don't, man. <laughs> I've never heard of this stuff. I do know the mullet, though. Not everyone appreciates the mullet. Mullets have become trendy with teenagers, so much so that several private schools have actually banned the mullet. How could you ban the mullet? It's so cool. This one private school called Trinity College in Perth has banned the mullet, calling it untidy, non-conventional, and unacceptable. Even some snooty pubs and bars in Western Australia have caused a ruckus by turning away men that show up to the bar wearing a mullet. Uh, they call it a dress code, so that they don't like your haircut. They just say it violates a dress code, and they don't let you in. This debate has reached the country's top brass, in fact. We got a guy named Bill, who's a former leader of the Labor Party. He says that oppressing this mullet haircut might lead to an uprising. You might see a mullet spring. He says, oh, I think you should be free to wear a mullet and go to a pub. This guy says, 
mullet wearers should all rise up and rebel against these extreme rules. Long live the mullet! Any of you weirdos wearing a mullet? Why don't you send me a photo of it? My Instagram's at funnyjones. Just slide right into my DMs, send me a photo of you in a mullet. Just for my amusement, that's all. Yay! My mullet brings all the boys to the yard. They want to see my mullet in the yard. Hi, everybody. You want to hear a crazy stat? Spotify just notified me that there are over 5 million podcasts in the Spotify app. Over 5 million. Why do I tell you this? Because I want to thank you for spending some time with mine. This little tiny podcast that records inside a closet, just me, a one-man show, you know, one out of five million, and you spend some time with me. I just want you to know I'm grateful. I'm grateful for your time. I'm grateful that you continuously come back to Weird AF News. I'm so, so lucky to have such loyal listeners that come back again and again for the daily Weird News. So just want to take a moment and thank you for that. Um, if you would like to help out the show, help me spread and be competitive in this five million podcast environment. You know, it's a lot of competition I got. Tell a friend about Weird AF News. Doesn't cost you anything but your time. Yeah, help me spread the word. Get some more listeners. I think we're offering something of value. Not to everybody, but to some people. Uh, if you'd like to support the show by joining my Patreon, it's patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Or go to weirdafnews.com and click on the Patreon banner. All right, I respect your time. There's five million podcasts out there, so I'll let you go.